Okay, here we go. It's the Rick Daniels Podcast, and I want to welcome everybody to the first podcast with my name on it. Not going to make a lot of sense at first, but I'm going to explain some changes that have happened on the podcast recently. It was the Live One Radio Podcast, and when I started the podcast back in January, I thought, you know what? I've already got this great name with a great website domain, and I'll go ahead and name it that, and then put my name on t- with it, and it just over a little bit of time just didn't make any sense because 99% of my branding is my name, Rick Daniels. So it's not self-serving for me to do this, but I think it just makes more sense to name it the Rick Daniels Podcast. We'll still continue to have some very cool celebrities and guests from all walks of life. It's going to be fun, but you know, once in a while, you just have to take a look back at something you've started and Think about it, and if it's going the right direction, cool. If not, well, make some tweaks, and that's what we've done. I want to thank uh, all the listeners that we've had so far with the former Live One Radio podcast and moving forward with the new podcast. Over 10,000 listens in six short months. For me, that was far beyond what I expected. So thank you for that. Thank you for the listens. We've had great guests on like Boyd Tinsley, Matt Overton, who's a local celebrity in the Indianapolis area. Uh, We've had Paul Poteet, Lori Lewis from Cumulus Media, and Stephanie Quayle and Lucas Hogue from, well, the country music industry. And we'll continue to book great, great guests in the next few months. Now, today on the podcast, I've got uh, Carter Wilkerson. And I'll tell you what, I've got some Twitter envy on this guy because he broke the retweet record held by Ellen DeGeneres with, let's see, let me take a look at his Twitter really quick here. I've got it up on the screen here. Over 3.6 million retweets for his Nugs for Carter tweet. He wanted free nuggets from Wendy's for a year, and he asked how many retweets would it take. They said 18 million. He fell way short, but he's made a big impact on how you can become famous on social media. So we're going to have Carter on here in just a moment here on the Rick Daniels podcast. want to give a big thanks to my program director at KIZN, Hank Aaron, for helping me kind of form this podcast together as I moved along this process. Also, a big thank you to Lori Lewis for the advice and my good friend Tom Fisher uh, from bourbonblog.com. He's given me some great podcasting advice. So let's get it going. It's the Rick Daniels podcast with Carter Wilkerson. Okay, so on the Rick Daniels podcast, I've got Carter Wilkerson. Welcome. (laughs) Hi, Rick. How's it going, man? I'm doing great. How about you? I am outstanding. So we were talking off here just a moment ago. First of all, uh, I already like you because your name is Carter. That's my son's name. (laughs) So, you know, let's talk about the last few months, man. Is your life, do you remember what your life was like before you asked Wendy's for nuggets? (laughs) Well, uh, my life was fairly normal. I'm a high school student, 16 years old. I'm a junior this year. Uh, going to be a senior next year now. We finished school last week. But uh, it was fairly normal. I had classes. I was trying to do my best in school, uh, look for colleges. Uh, I had my friends. I have a girlfriend. Uh, I'd hang out with them. I ran track. I was focused on track. I'm a hurdler. I uh, was uh, doing my best to get better at hurdles. And then, uh, you know, Twitter was just my fun at home you know i'd go home and go check twitter uh see what funny videos and what people are saying on there and you know i just thought hey i haven't tweeted anything in a while uh what can i tweet that would be kind of funny because i like trying to be the funny guy and uh so i i tried tweeting out at wendy's yo wendy's how many retweets for a year free chicken nuggets and uh obviously i didn't even expect a response at first i i thought it'd just be oh people would think this is funny that i'm even just trying um uh 
And when they did respond within like a minute or two, it was insanely quick. Uh, I was really shocked. They said the 18 million, and uh, 18 million was five times the retweet record, I think, when I, when I first put that tweet out there. And uh, so I just thought, 18 million so much, why not go for it? So uh, I responded with, consider it done. And, uh, you know, I guess people on Twitter really like that. And uh, here we are today. <laughs> yeah. You know, Twitter can be really snarky. And I don't know if you had known this prior to this happening, but Wendy's had kind of been in the news because they have a reputation of being very, very snarky oh, to yeah. people who tweet them. <laughs> yeah, that was actually a pretty big reason I tweeted at Wendy's. I mean, I love Wendy's Chicken Nuggets. They're probably the favorite in the town I live in, Reno. Uh, we actually just had a Chick-fil-A open up like a week or two ago. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, I'm kind of conflicted because now I, I kind of wish I asked Chick-fil-A. But, I mean, hey, I love Wendy's Chicken Nuggets, too. Don't get me wrong. But uh, when Wendy's, I, I saw them have that beef with, like, with McDonald's. I'm pretty sure they had, like, a, a kind of Twitter war, like, saying, like, our beef is actually fresh. That kind of thing, and uh, it, it really got me like looking at it. And I was like, you know, if I had to tweet out at a corporation, it, it would be Wendy's, and it, it all worked out perfectly, I guess. Yeah, you know, uh, whoever their Twitter manager is there at Wendy's is pretty <laughs> savage with their tweets. I've seen some pretty so funny good. stuff. <laughs> it's interesting, um, you know, Twitter is unlike Facebook or Instagram. Twitter is just the place you can go uh, to really have kind of your own little mouthpiece. And sometimes you just have that moment where everybody just kind of catches on to it. So you said you're you're the all American boy, right? You, you run track. You got a girlfriend. You're 16 years old. Um, but I mean, you can't tell me that your life isn't a little different. I mean, is there any cool things that have transpired since this uh, breaking this record and this tweet went out? Oh, for sure. There's been a, a ton of things that have come out of this, and uh, a lot of new insights and. In, uh, different ways to see how media works and how social media works especially and how this kind of stuff, like how it goes and what happens to people like me. But uh, it's been quite an experience and quite a ride for sure because, I mean, I think it's not even two months, maybe just over two months since I put the tweet out. And that's really not that long of a time to break a record and do all this crazy stuff. So my whole life has been kind of crazy. Every day there's something new that's popping up. and it's really kind of opened my eyes to especially a lot of, like, social media, uh, marketing, PR things. So my parents are actually local dentists in town, uh, kids' dentists. And, uh, you know, I just kind of wanted to be like them. I'm a pretty easygoing guy. I, do, I like kids, and I think being a dentist would be pretty cool. And so I was just kind of, all right, I'll just go to school to be a dentist when I'm older. That was before this whole thing happened. But now I'm kind of changing my uh, view on the, the world, and I can see, like, I kind of have this insight now that, there's other stuff to do, and there's all this huge world out there, and yeah, that's been kind of the coolest part for me. I don't want to sound like the old father when I say this, but you know, I'm uh, you're you're about 20 years younger than me. I'm 36, <laughs> you're 16. So 20 years ago, if you can believe this, Carter, the world was not so small, and <laughs> and nowadays, um, being that you know, I've got a pretty good social media following just because I'm in radio. Yeah. It's taken me about 10 years to build where I'm at, where it took you two months to get 124,000 followers. But the world really does, in my opinion, feel smaller once something like that happens for you. So just tell me, how does it feel that way to you at times, and how do you handle it? It for sure has felt a lot, a lot smaller uh, because 
when this first kind of whole thing started uh, and it really like started to pick up, I only had about 150 followers when I put the tweet out. And uh, the first night, of course, uh, the only people that really saw it were my followers. So I had a few friends start retweeting it and stuff, and it kind of reached out to other people in Reno that like, I really haven't talked to in a while, and I didn't even know how to Twitter or something. And they would retweet it, and I would say, oh, my gosh, you have a Twitter? Like, why haven't you followed me? Why haven't I found you? And it's kind of like connected me to some of these people. And as it kept going up and up and up, it's really weird because it's also connected me to, like, random people I don't even know. Like, I'll be out and about. I went to the mall the other day, and uh, some kids pulled me over and said, hey, are you the Chicken Nugget kid? And asked if they could take a picture. So it's really weird to see, like, that I know it's, like, my hometown, and it's kind of like a big deal for my hometown, but... Even I feel like some people have noticed me elsewhere, too, like outside of the state and stuff, that you can like, kind of tell when people are like glancing over and looking at you, like, yeah. is that him kind of thing? And it, it's kind of weird to see how social media can actually like tie all these people together in, in, in crazy ways, but it's pretty cool. And, you know, you got verified on Twitter, and let me just tell you, Carter, it took me 10 <laughs> years to get verified on Twitter <laughs> And when it happened, actually it happened about this time last year, I mean, for someone like myself who's into social media, it's a big deal. Uh, it's really not life-changing, though, but it does definitely give you a, a, a hand up, especially maybe in the school you go to, right? Oh, what, what does that feel like? Uh, it, it's kind of funny because uh, I'm really not the person to uh, brag and be like, oh, yeah, I'm the chicken nugget kid. I, I have this record stuff. No, I'm really kind of a, a quiet inside myself person but uh, it's kind of funny to like point out at my friends sometimes like if they're trying to like make fun of me or something like oh yeah but are you verified on twitter like do you have a hundred thousand followers like it's kind of funny to poke fun at them and but honestly like it doesn't even feel like i'm like this famous because like two months ago i was just a normal kid and even though my life's changed like it hasn't really set in yet that like this has all happened to me but it's really weird well, when moments like this happen, uh, you have to carry that momentum and maybe do some good. And I've done a little research on you. looks like you're doing some charity work. Tell me more about that. Yeah, so uh, we're doing our best. I'm doing my best to give back as much as I can. My family's helping along with it. My mom and dad have been, my dad especially, has been super into it and trying to promote me all over to his friends and his family and stuff. And it's really fun to see him get into it. And uh, so when it first started to get kind of big, uh, a lot of, like, local friends and family were asking, uh, could they get, like, some sort of merchandise to help support or how they could, like, help support me. And so I thought it would be cool to make some T-shirts, of course. So uh, we made up this little design, pretty simple. Uh, you could make it on, like, Photoshop kind of thing, nothing too fancy. like. But uh, we put it on a T-shirt, and we thought we'd sell a few pairs. So we got 100 uh, orders of, like, the first few. And, you know, I thought... I'm a pretty fortunate kid. I really don't need all this profit from these T-shirts, so why not give back? And that's kind of what I did with it. And so now all the profits are going to a, a local breast cancer organization called Moms on the Run. They yeah. do a run every year on Mother's Day, and they raise money and then donate it to breast cancer. And we love doing that every year. We've done it for the past eight, nine years. Uh, my mom actually had breast cancer about eight, nine years ago, and that's kind of why I felt connected to it and what, I went, what we went for, and she's all good now, and it's really good to see that she's all right. Uh, but that's kind of where we started with it, and from there, other people helped jump on. Like, we asked Wendy's, like, hey, could you help donate to this cause? 
and they helped by donating $100,000 to the Dave Thomas Foundation, which we also asked them to. And $100,000 was a ton of money, so that was, like, quite mind-blowing to me. And there's been a few people here and there that have also donated in, and plenty of T-shirts have sold. I think we've sold over a few thousand dollars worth, and that's all going to charity. So that's really cool to see, and I, I'm, it's pretty cool to say that we've done that much. Well, they raised you well. I can tell you this. Um, uh, the, the Dave Thomas Foundation is a great organization. I'm from the Midwest. I'm very familiar with them. Yeah. Uh, you know, not a lot of people know this, but Dave Thomas was adopted. Yeah. Uh, he was a foster kid, and, and I have that in common. I was a foster kid until I was about 16 years old. Really? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and believe me, it was a, you know, I, I got lucky and, and connected huh. with a lot of outstanding people throughout my childhood and teenage years that kind of moved me to where I'm at today. But the Dave Thomas Foundation does a lot of stuff with adoption agencies and helps fund things. So um, my hat's off to you, man. Great job. And, and of course, I've had some breast cancer uh, affect some of my family and, and friends. So, that, I mean, that is a tremendous cause that you're raising money for. So congratulations, man. That's good stuff right there. Thank you so much. Yeah, we. I just wanted to do my best for it. And uh, I feel pretty connected to adopted, adoption, too. We haven't actually adopted, or I don't have any uh, family that's been adopted. But I just, like you were saying, the foster care system, I mean, I, I think every kid should have a chance, like I have, to uh, have a Twitter and have a life like I have and <laughs> be fortunate like me. So that's kind of where I came from with that and what I hope to do. So um, have you uh, been to the Twitter headquarters yet? Not yet, actually, but uh, they did invite me out there, actually, to almost to kind of have like an internship, like a day or two thing where I could see how it goes on. And But uh, that would be pretty excited, I feel like. Nice, man. Well, um, obviously, you pay attention to the notifications. If you're a Twitter junkie, you know what I'm talking about. I watch mm-hmm. my notifications like a, jo- uh, like, a, like a hawk is what I want to say. And... Being in radio, I get to meet some pretty cool people, but it's a whole different story when they follow you on social media. So, like, today, I about jumped out of my bed when I woke up and checked my phone because Jerry Rice followed me on Twitter. I don't know if you know who that is, but Jerry Rice followed me on Twitter. I couldn't believe it. As a kid, as a football player, I mean, I looked up to Jerry Rice as a wide receiver. That's, That's the position I played. Yeah. Have you had some really cool follows that you're just like, you had to pinch yourself and, like, is this really happening? Is there anybody that comes to mind? Uh, yeah, there was actually a few people that uh, I, especially uh, one person that, like, really caught my attention. But I had Tony Hawk, the pro skateboarder, oh. followed me. And, like, I was, because when I got verified, I noticed that there was, like, a, a different tab that you could check to see, like, yes. who else is verified that follows you. And I was scrolling down, scrolling down, and I got about halfway through, and I, I kind of stopped, and I saw Tony Hawk, and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, the Tony Hawk, like, the pro skateboarder, I was yeah. like, freaking out. I was telling my friends, like, look, Tony Hawk followed me. It's yeah. really funny to see. And there's been a bunch of other people, too. I think, like, even, like, the Microsoft Corporation's, like, Twitter page followed me and stuff. But definitely the highlight was probably Tony Hawk. I was like, oh, my gosh. like <laughs> That's really cool. Um, let's see. Uh, another one I had uh, the other day was because uh, I, I work at a country music station in Boise, Idaho. Yeah. Um, Tim McGraw followed me. Really? And I was like, what? What? <laughs> what? Like, I grew no up with way. Tim McGraw. Like, I idolize his music, although I'm not a musician. I love Tim McGraw. Yeah. Couldn't believe it. 
Uh, and I've had some other notable musicians, country artists follow me, but that was like, oh, that was amazing. Is there anybody else when you were going through that list that you notice? You're like, whoa. Uh, there were a few. Uh, I don't know if you knew about the the Martha Hunt, the Victoria's Secret Angel. She yes. tweeted at me too. She followed me and uh, she oh. tweeted at me saying, uh, "If you get to that 18 million, uh, come out to New York and the Frosties on me, something oh. along those lines." And I thought that was hilarious. And I'm about to fall down, man. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else uh, that comes to mind? Uh, that's about it. I can't think of any more. I could probably okay. check, but it might take a while. So, you know, going forward, um, how do you plan on using your Twitter account? Uh, because you don't want to be known as the nugget guy forever. So <laughs> do you have a plan? I mean, do you have an idea of what you want to do moving forward with your Twitter account in your adult life or the rest of your teenage life? Well, with my Twitter, I, I plan on keep being me, honestly, because I feel like that was a big pulling point for a lot of people. Like, oh, this is just a normal kid. Like, he's, it's not like a corporation trying to dupe this kid into getting them retweets. No, it's just a normal kid that asked for some retweets for f- some free chicken nuggets, and he ended up getting the record. And I think that's kind of what pulled people in, the kind of like the just random kid part. So I, I think I'll keep up with my normal tweeting, random tweets, uh, retweets kind of thing. Uh, I, I like sports and stuff, so I'll maybe like retweet a sports thing here and there. I know the NBA finals are on, and I get pretty heated about that with like my brothers and dad and stuff. So yeah. it's pretty fun to look at those tweets and tweet something about it, calling out the players or something. But uh, uh, regarding my personal life, I really, I kind of want to keep doing some more with this. Hopefully, we can maybe donate even more money. The T-shirts are still selling, definitely not as fast as before, but. Uh, it's still going up, and we still have a few left. Uh, and I also hope to do maybe some sort of nonprofit work with this and even hopefully get a, a name for Nugs for Carter and to do some good long-term with this. Yeah. And But uh, other than that, I kind of just – I'm going to enjoy my summer for now and uh, uh, get ready for my senior year and uh, see where life takes me. So there's only a couple of other people who have – gotten the most retweets i believe it's president obama was one of them and then mm-hmm. ellen De- degeneres and you broke her record yeah has she reached out to you to come out on the show or or in any shape or form or no um actually a while ago i think within the first two weeks she called me out and asked me to be on the show and uh, so i went out there and i went on the show for a brief segment and uh i honestly was kind of disappointed i didn't get to go on there for longer like i'm her biggest competitor right now like come on ellen <laughs> But uh, <laughs> but after I passed her, uh, I tweeted out, because she offered me on the show, uh, if you don't pass my retweet record, I'll give you a TV and free Ellen underwear for a year. And so I, I got the TV and the free Ellen underwear for a year, but then I passed her. And so I tweeted out at her, I said, hey, Ellen, sorry about that, uh, dude, can I keep, still keep my stuff? And then she just tweeted back saying, uh, nope, I'm sending Bradley Cooper over to your house right now to pick it up because Bradley Cooper <laughs> was in the, the picture that had the most retweets at the time. But uh, she hasn't contacted me back since, and uh, it, it kind of, like, it bums me out because I'm like, dang it, like, that would have been pretty cool to come back and maybe she could do, like, a little a game with me like she does with people. But, you know, I, I'll take one time that will be pretty, pretty cool to, like, show my kids in the future, grandkids, and say, like, this is me. Like, I was on the Ellen show, but... Uh, I, I couldn't be more happy about what has happened with it and hopefully what will come from it. And uh, it's just been pretty cool. I'm sure uh, Ellen's a very busy lady. Uh, maybe, a, you know, she doesn't strike me as a woman 
who who forgets things very okay. easily. So maybe at some point, you know, she may reach out to you. Hopefully, you'll go back on that show. But I also kind of think maybe she's a little competitive too, don't you think? Yeah, when uh, she did call me out there the first time, she did seem pretty mad that I was going to pass her or I was getting close. She actually seemed like really threatened, like she was actually going to like beat me up or come to my house and take my <laughs> stuff. But uh, I don't know, maybe she's just holding a grudge right now and she'll come back in a few months and actually yeah. come take my stuff. But <laughs> So um, I saw, uh, you know, I did a Google search of your name. Mm-hmm. And the top two things that came up first, your Twitter account came up number one, which is really good for search engine optimization. So, oh, yeah. so that's good stuff right there. But right behind it, you got featured in Forbes magazine. Did yeah, you know that? I did actually. I think there there's been a, a ton of articles out there. I I don't know if I've even read all of them, but I know I think uh, Time had a little segment on me, and this this was actually really funny. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! You did you just say Time? Yeah, like B Time magazine. Oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> it was it was fairly short. It was like a quarter page thing, but uh, it was really funny because when I I saw the thing, uh, they actually spelled my name wrong. They they called me Carter Wilkinson instead of Wilkerson. Yeah, and I mean it was really I mean it was awesome to have a, a page in like Time magazine. Like that's crazy, but uh, it kind of irked me like. Is it really that hard to like go to my Twitter account and check my name? Like, <laughs> I was like, "Come on, guys!" Like, that's, you guys are honestly, a that's magazine. That's right? what I did. I had to check your name because I thought it was Wilkinson, and then I looked at it and I'm like, "Oh, it's Wilkerson." Okay, okay. That's what a lot of people have asked me because I mean, Wilkerson is really not that common, and Wilkinson is a lot more common. So they're like, "Your name's actually Wilkerson." Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what's it like to just drive on down to the Wendy's and get as many nuggets as you want? <laughs> it's pretty funny because uh, it's kind of awkward, too, because a lot of times I'll, I'll go in and uh, the employees won't really, like, say anything, but you either, like, smile at me and they, they, they know who I am because I'm there a lot. But uh, especially the other people, too, because most people are, like, I don't know if they're, like, too scared to approach me or something, or but they'll, you can tell they're just staring at me like, oh, that's him. And it, it's kind of funny because the local Wendy's owner, especially the one that I go to a lot, he actually made a bunch of signs with the logo that we have on our shirts and put them up around the Wendy's. Everywhere there's, like, these signs with my face on them, and it's kind of funny to walk <laughs> in and see. Yeah, well, hey, there you go. <laughs> so, um, nugsforcarter.com is your website, um, and you're raising additional money for, uh, and I'm reading an article here, so don't mind me here, uh, DTFA and Pinocchio's Moms on the Run. What are those two charities? Uh, what? Sorry. It says uh, you've got a website, nugsforcarter.com, yes. to raise additional money for DTFA and M- Pinocchio's Moms on the Run. Yeah, we're the, that's where the, the T-shirts are. The profits for the T-shirts are going to the Moms on the Run and the DTFA. We're kind of splitting the profits right now. Okay. And uh, they're kind of going 50-50. But uh, we, we kind of know the Pinocchio's people uh, and – they're happy with any money they can get, so we're kind of they're okay with us splitting it and stuff. But uh, we've raised a bunch of money with the t-shirts, and uh, honestly, they're a pretty cool design. If if you want to get some, or if any, anyone wants to get some, but uh, yeah, I'm not familiar with what those are. So can you explain to me what those uh, and, uh, charities are? Huh? I- I'm not familiar with those charities. So can you explain to me what those are? Oh, uh, Pinocchio's Moms on the Run is a it's a local charity that they do a. Uh, uh, 
uh, run every year on Mother's Day, so they had one this, these past few weeks. And uh, they raise money throughout the year and at the run, it, like it's an entry fee to run. And uh, after the run, they donate the money to uh, people, lo- local women who have breast cancer to help support them with treatment ah. and uh, that kind of thing. So uh, when my mom had breast cancer, they helped out a bit, and I thought I'd help by giving back to our community and, uh, and of course, other women with breast cancer. And uh, this was before it even really got super big, so I thought I was going to make a whole lot of money. And, uh, I mean, it's awesome that it kept going, and it kept going up, and we kept donating. And uh, I thought, hey, why not try to do even more with it? Uh, so I reached out to Wendy's and said, hey, can you help by donating to the Dave Thomas Foundation? Because uh, I believe, of course, like adoption is, is important and that if we make adoption better, that kids, like, kids can have the same chances that I have had in life with uh, great parents and a great family. And so I reached out to Wendy's knowing that they kind of had some ties to the Dave Thomas Foundation, Dave Thomas being the founder of Wendy's. And uh, so they said they'd help by jump on and giving that $100,000 to the Dave Thomas Foundation, which was absolutely amazing because uh, that's quite a bit of money. But uh, that's kind of where the T-shirt money is going to, and we, we kind of have been doing that through there. Right. So um, you said you got a girlfriend. <laughs> so... Like, you know, when you're, like, 16 and you're out there dating, nothing's ever a sure thing. So have you solidified your place with a girlfriend, or does she not care about all this going on? Um, It's funny because, like, uh, she's not, like, really into it, but she's really supportive of me, and it, but she's not, like, all over me, kind of yeah. the nugs for Carter thing. Uh, the really funny part is actually is she can't eat chicken nuggets because she's gluten-free. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's kind of funny because I'll, like, hey, do you want to go get some chicken nuggets? Oh, yeah, you can't. So I'll end up just getting her a Frosty or something while I eat my chicken nuggets. And, uh, I mean, she's she's okay with the hype and stuff. Uh, she's more of an attention person than me, so it's kind of funny for her to see, like, all the people like, oh, you're Carter's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it's fun. So you said you're uh, into the NBA Finals right now. Who's it going to be, Cavs or Golden State Warriors? <laughs> well, I, I want the Cavs. Uh, I'm kind of a LeBron fan. I'm not really a Cavs fan, but uh, I'm also not really a Warriors fan. And uh, I kind of want the Cavs because uh, they beat my team, the Spurs. Uh, I'm a pretty big Spurs fan, and I was kind of salty that they swept them. Yeah. And uh, so I kind of want the Cavs to get revenge and maybe win again this year. But uh so far, it's not looking too good, and I'm kind of worried. But <laughs> Well, with your Twitter clout, you, you should tweet Chris Paul and say, hey, are you joining the Spurs yeah. or not? <laughs> I heard about that. I mean, we could use them for sure. So, <laughs> who's, your, uh, who's your favorite person that you look up to? Uh, I really like Kawhi Leonard as a player, but I also like their backup point guard, Patty Mills. I, I don't know if you know who that is, but... He's a, I don't know, he's kind of a small, he's really similar to Steph Curry, actually, but he just can't shoot well. Um, <laughs> but he's really, he's a really fun guy to watch him play, and he seems like a really good guy. And I, I don't know, I kind of just look up to him, and he seems like a pretty cool role model. Anybody outside of basketball that you look up to, especially on Twitter? Uh, especially on Twitter, I do like, uh, I mean, he played basketball too, but uh, Shaq, he has a pretty funny Twitter account. He'll tweet some things that are, Pretty weird sometimes, and I like I like following him, and he seems like a pretty cool guy. But uh, uh, I also like The Rock. The Rock's a pretty cool guy, I feel like. But uh, those are just kind of like people I like see, like oh, those are like some sweet people. But 
Yeah, those are kind of like my Twitter followings right now. <laughs> I got to meet The Rock in person a few years ago in Indianapolis. And really? He really is I'm as funny jealous. as he is in his movies. Like, he's hilarious. <laughs> he seems like a genuinely, like, funny person. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's not afraid to talk smack, but, you know, given his size, I'm sure oh, yeah. he can <laughs> get away with that all the time, right? Yeah. Cool, man. Well, uh, hey, I want to thank you for joining me on the podcast, man. You, you are a bright young man, uh, and this couldn't have happened to a better person, it seems like. I wish you the best, and, you know, I think you've got a very, very bright future ahead of you, man. Thank you so much. All right. Carter Wilkerson, did I say that right? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Carter Wilkerson on the Rick Daniels podcast, and you can find the uh, all future podcasts at onairwithrick.com forward slash podcast. And, Carter, really quick before we go, Plug your stuff, anything you want to get out there for folks to go to and donate money and all that good stuff. Just plug it right now. Um, if you haven't checked it out, go to nugsforcarter.com. It's the website where we sell our T-shirts. It has a little background. It's a pretty basic website. The T-shirts are $20 and plus shipping, and all the profits go to uh, Moms on the Run and Dave Thomas. Um, don't feel bad if you can't buy a T-shirt. Just keep retweeting, and uh, thank you guys all for retweeting and if you haven't retweeted shame on you go retweet it now <laughs> and really quick tell us your twitter handle uh my twitter handle is the at sign carter jwm and you'll find it it's my pin tweet it should be right at the top all right man you know what i'm hoping that thing cooks for like a long <laughs> time and eventually maybe you'll get to 18 million you never know yeah you never know maybe i'll end up actually getting the year of chicken nuggets like legitimately yeah <laughs> Good stuff, man. Hey, great to have you on. Have yourself a good day. Thank you so much.